Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. Thursday, happy opening day. It is opening day in Major League Baseball. So, Jeffrey, are you excited about the clock? Are you excited about the pitch clock? Um, yeah, in general, I've always liked baseball that like pitchers to work faster and whatnot. So, overall, I'm in favor. It is obviously the big story with Major League Baseball, and it's kind of crazy how that it took Major League Baseball this long to do something. What you see with the NFL, NFL seems like people like it, doesn't it, Jeffrey? seems a little popular. Just mild, It seems, well, you know. It, is, it certainly seems to be seems something like people watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's wildly popular. But, Jeff, it's because they put fans first. And they, what they do is they make sure their game runs the way they want it to run. 100%. And uh, and if the game needs to be shortened or tweaked or whatever else, they're going to do whatever. They're going to flex and tweak and shorten and change. Fans first, Jeff. And uh, in Major League Baseball, uh, from 1955 to 1969, a game took two and a half hours. The 50s, it took two hours and 28 minutes. 
In the 60s, it took two hours and 35 minutes. In the 70s, it took two hours and 30 minutes. That's what a baseball game took on average. That was the average time for a baseball game. Last year, three hours and 11 minutes. Correct. I would also like to know how much of that has to deal with how many games were televised, you know, how many games had... Commercials certainly had something to do with it. Correct. But what you've seen is is that, honestly, in, in, in spring training, it's knocked basically half an hour off of basketball. Uh, no, there's no so, question so, the games are So short. if we're saying that that's a 45-minute difference, last year's 311 to 70s, uh, two hours and 30 minutes. So let's give 15 minutes to advertising. Commercials will knock half an hour yeah. off the game. No, and, and to me, the other issue is... What we've seen, like part of the reason why the NFL has become the king is they really embraced being a TV product. To me, this helps 100%. your TV product. It, hey, it helps your TV product, but you know what? It also helps if you're a freaking fan and you're going to a baseball game and you don't know if you're going to be there for four hours. Correct. It becomes a little unwieldy. Well, in one of the, I don't know. You go to a, a Memphis Tiger basketball game. Yep. Here's what you know. You know that, you know, it's going to start at seven. It's going to end sometime around nine. Maybe, you know, who knows? It may sl- slog on until 930, but, like, whatever. You're going to be home by 10. Correct. And to me, the other the other aspect of this is, you know, when you make – when you focus and understand, like, it is a TV product, that is clearly what we've seen, like, what helps the grow the game. Right. Make well, it a better what, TV product. Uh, I mean, yes. It, once upon a yes, everything is a TV product. There's really nothing in life anymore now. that isn't yes. a, a TV product. Many more people can watch. And I think on TV another unintended can cram into a stadium. Another so, unintended consequence. It also seems like a lot of the players are happy because, like, the games are shorter. They're getting home a little sooner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's less time at the park. And the, yes, it's an, it is an adjustment. There's no question. It is an adjustment. Uh, people can adjust, and so there you have it. Uh, uh, go ahead. Tell me your. This is we do. We're big on predictions here. Tell me your World Series winner so we can move on. God, do you always, I feel like you always just got to say the Dodgers. <laughs> All right, Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers going to win the World Series, and the games are going to be shorter. Yeah. Uh, happy opening day, uh, everybody. I'm today on the radio show. Uh, we've got Dan Devine. Your man Devine is going to join us in the next segment. So I'm looking forward to that. Talk NBA with him. Chris Harrington was at the Grizzlies game last night. He wrote about it for the Daily Memphian. I haven't tweeted his story out yet, but uh, but I will. Uh, it was mostly about Ja, honestly. The the, the biggest uh, the, the 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 part that he chose to emphasize last night was about Jabba. We'll talk to Chris Harrington after that, and then it is Thursday, and so we play writer then write trivia. Uh, Jeffrey, what are people going to be playing for on writer then write trivia? Jeff, two tickets to go see Journey, and as our fabulous PA announcer announced yesterday, and two two. That's not Toto. That's Tutu. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, it was. It was great. <laughs> Ollie and I were laughing at that. Uh, I've now I've now tweeted out Chris's story on uh, on the Grizzlies last night, which you can read over at the Daily Memphian. Not subscription only, so you really can. Uh, even if you're not a subscriber, you should be. Uh, but even if you're not, you can read that at the Daily Memphian. Two tickets to see Journey and Tutu or Toto. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is it? When's Journey going to be? Tomorrow night. But no, I'm begging for it. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. How about that? All you got to do is be righter than right. I'll be honest. Don't like your chances. 
Uh, so if you play honorably, particularly given that the game is Saturday night, so we can't give, be giving away these tickets next week. Correct. You got a good shot. We cannot hold on to these. You got a good shot of getting your hands on these tickets. So that's the lineup. Dan Devine, Chris Harrington, then writer, then write trivia. Last night, the best thing I saw last night was Steven Adams in the Steven Adams shirt. We were so Aaliyah that was, was so great. Uh huh. Aaliyah was very disappointed. So we we went to eat at the rendezvous before the game. Uh, so that's not disappointing. That's well, no. It was it What'd was. You get? I got the we so Leah got barbecue nachos. She doubled up pork and chicken. Obviously, we got a sausage and cheese plate, and got then a sausage I, and cheese plate. She and got. Then, I see. Uh-huh. And then a, a rib brisket combo. Rib brisket oh, combo. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Which is better, the ribs or the brisket? Last night, the ribs were on point. Really? Like, last night was one of those nights where I was like, "How was the crowd in there?" How was the night? Nice so we got there. I don't know, rough, roughly about five thirty. Where'd you park? So we we actually parked in the garage and then we walked to the rendezvous. Okay. And we got seated immediately. So right. now you could tell as we were leaving was that John was Burgos in there seating people. I did not see John, John last night. Um, we were kind of in one of those like two tops that are like right behind the bar, right. and so like we weren't really in a high traffic area. Right. Um, but it was anyway. it was spectacular. All right. So then, what time did you get to the game? So then we get to the game probably six thirty ish. Yeah, I have a friend. I have another friend who gone. was there at six. They were gone. So we how many did they give out? Five. They, so they gave out three thousand. Three thousand. And that's, I assume that had to be a supply issue, like just getting them. But there was one thing that was just so apparent: the smugness of everyone that got their Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Oh, they were just it's so like, they're it's a like pig the, and crap. You know what yeah. it is? It's like the star-bellied yeah. snitches. Yeah. The star-bellied oh, snitches. They just they've made got it the, so much worse. They've got the star upon their belly, and they are therefore better than the snitches that don't have the star on their belly. So you know what happened in that story by uh, Dr. Seuss? Well, what happened was is that the, the snitches who didn't have stars— Someone came. Uh, some you'll be had. No, you'll be, some entrepreneur came mm-hmm. on with a star making machine. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so he put stars on the bellies of the sneeches that didn't have stars. Okay, so those stars now it's like, and so those stars are those sneeches are like strutting around and like we belong. So you know what the ones who had the stars on their bellies did? They took their stars off the mm-hmm. bellies, and the entrepreneur had a star remover mm-hmm. to, so, so they could once again feel superior. Yes, everyone just – and that guy and always went, just kept and, making and, money. And, and the, guy, yes. the dude just kept printing money, mm-hmm. and the Sneetches – I don't know that they ever – I forgot the exciting conclusion to this book, but I don't know they that they ever, ever came to the conclusion that it really doesn't matter if you have a star on mm-hmm. your belly or a Stephen Adams shirt. We're all God's children, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no – it definitely seemed like uh, those that were had the Stephen Adams oh, Hawaiian. They, they felt were they, superior. They were definitely more special right, in go, God's eyes. Go to eBay. All right. Go to eBay and let's see if a Stephen Adams shirt has made it to eBay. It is a Hawaiian style, a New Zealand style, I guess, shirt. And uh, and the beautiful thing about it, of course, is that it has the photo of Stephen Adams. But the very best thing about it. Was Stephen Adams wearing it? Himself. Wearing the steer and Adams shirt, and it looked like an attractive shirt. That is a shirt that I would smugly wear, you know, to the if I belong to a country club, the, to the club. I yeah. would I would smugly wear that mm-hmm. to the pool because you can't just go out and buy that. And I don't even know if we can buy it on eBay. So 
I'm looking right now. Is eBay, is eBay still? Do people still do that? Do they still go to eBay? I mean, it's certainly not like is that it where was pop up. Like, it's certainly not like it was like in the early part of the 2000s. But yeah, people still get stuff and off eBay. And is eBay the place where you would still? eBay is the place. Is there's not like a Retsy or a something else, some other place where you do this? If you wanted to buy a, it's still what I would consider as like the, the marketplace. The rem- yeah, the, the marketplace. Anyway, so that was fun. It was fun to see Stephen Adams. Uh, uh, wearing the Stephen Adams shirt, and uh, and that is part of what the joy of uh, having a team is is that you connect to these players. And all and, right, so I see a vintage Hawaiian two XL, but it it's it vintage. That's not it. Doesn't look like it. No one is sold. No one has decided to cash in. No, and actually, what I would was, you be willing to pay for a Stephen Adams shirt? Uh, twenty bucks feels like That's the it? max. Yeah. If I could get you one for eighty bucks, you wouldn't do it. No, no, because then I have a, like I that's a like in the end, Aaliyah wanted it, and so then I have to have the conversation. Well, you of, could give it to her as a gift, then. That right, would, but then she'd be like, "Is it one size fits all?" What I believe do? everything was one size fits all because he's. I don't know if you know this, large man. He is a. He probably a, got a. I suspect he got a. I think his might have been. Adam yes, shirt. I think his might have been fitted. Yeah. Anyway, Grizzlies did lose. Uh, they did lose 141 to 132 to the Clippers in a game that was odd. It, it was odd because, uh, let's see, for the Grizzlies, uh, no Dez, no Jaron Jackson Jr., no Tyus, no John Conchar, and of course, no Steven Adams, and no Brandon Clark. And for the uh, Clippers, no Paul George, which we knew. But then for this team that they, they're, they, you know, whatever, where they, supposedly there's only. A handful of games left, and and these teams are in quote unquote playoff races. It's very clear nobody gives a flip. Or does everyone give a flip about getting the six? Oh, you think the the Clippers are happy to lose because the Clippers might be happy to fall? I don't think the Clippers are all that concerned if they were to fall a spot in the standings to six, and uh, and then. You get, and then you get the Kings. Now, I'll be clear. I think it's still probably a little bit too early to kind of try to manipulate the standings, but I don't, I do, I don't think anyone's going to be upset well, if they well, wind up in it's, six. It's, it's not just that at six you get the Kings, it's that at five you get Phoenix. KD. Yes. It's really, I think, as much what you're avoiding as it is what you are right. is what you are getting right now. It's crazy, right now. The uh, Grizzlies are just locked. They're not. They're not locked into anything because there's six games left. But uh, there are two games up on Sacramento. Uh, it appears that Memphis is going to be two. It appears that Sacramento is going to be three. Denver obviously one. Then you've got Phoenix and the Clippers right now. They're separated by half a game. And that's who would be in the 4-5 game. They're sitting smugly at 6 where they could avoid Phoenix and get Sacramento. That is the Golden State Warriors. Everyone wants to be 6. 6, you're not in the play-in game, so you're not in risk of getting knocked out. But you're not, you know, you're not, you're not in that game where you got to deal with KD. Correct. Everyone wants to be 6. And you're who, playing a team in the Kings that has never... Been there before, 
there's the thought Shout of— Shout out to the yeah. Kings, though. Kings back in the playoffs. That happened last night, too. They fight, they, We knew they've been in the playoffs, but they actually now have clinched their spot officially uh, with the win over the Blazers last night. It has been 16 years since the Kings qualified for the playoffs. Once, once one of the really fun small market franchises, when, you know, when, it, when it's, when it's uh, Chris Webber uh, playing for that team and Jason Williams playing for that team and Peja, Peja playing for that team, uh, but they have not been in the playoffs since, well, let's be honest, there was no iPhone when they were mm-hmm. last in the playoffs. There was no Twitter when they were last in the playoffs. So they're in the playoffs, and they're in. It is going to be interesting, the jockeying, because you can't be too clever. Right. Because the next thing you know, it's you could be seventh. Yes. There is going to be some, the last game, two games, there's going to be serious jockeying. Oh, yeah. So right now, then Golden State, damn them, would get, would get Sacramento, which would be fun, fun series, but uh, that's what they obviously want. A battle for Northern California. And that would set up, if the Grizzlies could go ahead and win in the first round, that would set up the Grizzlies um, getting the Golden State yeah. matchup in the second round, home court advantage in that. Uh, the 7-8th right now, though, is Minnesota and the Lakers, neither one a picnic. And then New Orleans and Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, uh, which gets the win over the Pistons last night as the Sixers are beating Dallas. And so Dallas is right now, as we speak, on the outside looking in. Dallas is 11th, a game behind Oklahoma City. I and hate I to also say looked it, it up. Huh? What? Dallas also has the, uh, Dallas has the tiebreaker against Oklahoma City. They went... Uh, I'm sorry. Oklahoma City has the tiebreaker against Dallas, Dallas, so they have to finish a full game ahead. Uh, since since Kyrie got there, they are nine and fourteen. In the games he has played, they are seven and ten. In the games that both he and Luca play, played, they are four and nine. Um, they they very well can. This I hate to say this. The order that it is right now feels logical to me. Yeah, I, th- like I think I'm by, I agree with one, you on that. Denver 1, Memphis 2, Sacramento 3, that's locked in. Phoenix, we, we all agree they're the next bet. That that feels like yeah. KD makes his return last night, only scores 16 points uh, on 5 of 18 shooting. But Phoenix 4, the Clippers 5, like that's a good first-round matchup. Golden State, which has struggled but is getting better, There's they're 6th. And then you've got Minnesota and the Lakers, the old Lakers uh, town and the new Lakers town in the 7-8 game. And then... Like, that would be kind of fun. Yeah. And then you've got New Orleans and Oklahoma City in the 9-10, and they would play the winner of that, would then play either the loser of the, the loser of Minnesota yeah. and the Lakers for the last spot. And according to this, what it looks like to me is that the Grizzlies could damn well end up playing the Lakers. They could. I still think the Timberwolves would beat them. The Timberwolves would beat the Lakers. I get it. It's a one game. It's a so, one yeah. game. Who the hell knows? It'd be in Minnesota. So, yeah, no, there's, there's, that is very real. <sighs> I, I, the Lakers right now, again, they get the Bulls, they beat the Bulls last night. Anthony Davis, 38 and 10. LeBron with 25. It's kind of funny. Austin Reeves does the too small to Pat mm-hmm. Bev after Pat Bev did it to him. Pat Beverly, 05, by the way. 
last night. So here's here's the Lakers starting lineup. LeBron, AD, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, and Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah. If they end up playing the Grizzlies in the first round, who are people picking and who's going to be favored? What's Las Vegas saying and what's the panel of ESPN experts saying? I still believe the Grizzlies would be favored. I think they would be favored in Las Vegas, but I think you're a panel of experts. Yeah, I think most people would. The 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 national people would probably pick the Lakers. I mean, it would be a split. You, there would not be a consensus on that series, but there would be a lot of people. Uh, because the I Lakers. believe the only team— You'd have to avoid the morning show because Keyshawn would be vomitously— Going on and on about his Lakers every morning. I believe the only teams with better odds than the Grizzlies right now to win the West are Denver, Phoenix, and Golden State. In a yeah, I'm talking in this in this. And so the Grizzlies would be home court in, advantage. In, in, in terms favorite. of the, in terms of the experts, in terms of what the experts would say, we had a taste of this yesterday because Brian Windhorst was uh, windy, as I like to call him. Was breaking uh, windy. Was uh, was uh, talking about the the looming playoffs, and this is what Brian Windors had to say. Durant, LeBron, Curry, and the rest of those Warriors—they smell something. They smell weakness in the Western Conference. Don't confuse all this stuff together for strength. It is a weak conference. Now I'm saying that here in March, if we get to May. And Jokic and the Nuggets and Ja and the, and the Grizzlies are standing there in the conference finals. They can give the middle finger to all those teams who feel that way. But right now, those teams smell weakness. And Durant's coming back. LeBron's coming back. LeBron's coming back on a bad foot because he smells weakness. It's a fascinating little scenario, isn't it? Because the top three seeds are going to be Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento. And what they have in common is, is basically, well, no championship pedigree and very little comparatively postseason experience versus, as you say, Durant and Booker, LeBron and AD, Steph and all of those guys with the Warriors. The, the teams that we all expect to be there are going to be the bottom of the rung of the Western Conference playoffs when it and begins. Not a Afraid. Those teams are not afraid to play on the road. You look at the Warriors. The Warriors, to repeat on the title, are going to have to win four series without home court advantage. That's never happened. You'd say it no way. But they're like, we've done that 27 consecutive series. We've won on the road. So there's no fear about those top teams. Those top teams have a chance to instill fear, but it's not there. Is that, is that blatant disrespect, Jeffrey? Are we, are we feeling blatant disrespect, or is that some, some truth-telling? Truth I mean, don't, don't you feel like the trade deadline kind of suggested this. You know, I mean, I think C.J. McCollum's point of, like, Josh said they're fine in the West, and then everybody made the big moves. I think that suggests that they thought the West I, was up I, for the I, taking. I think it is fair to say, and honestly, I, I, I think Grizzlies fans can feel the exact same way. It is fair to say that uh, – that there's an opportunity, that there is no super team in the West. It's not, it is honestly, it's not disrespectful to anybody to say, to look around the West and say, who terrifies you? And that's on, whether you're in Golden State or whether you're in Los Angeles or whether you're in Memphis or whether you're in Denver. You can look around and you can say, where's the team here that absolutely terrifies me? It was one of the arguments why at the trade deadline, some people thought the Grizzlies should have done more. They obviously tried to do more. Right. But, so I don't actually think it is disrespectful at all. I think it's just 
uh, it's, it's just the state of things. It is true. Uh, the West is not particularly, it, it feels like there is an opportunity in the West. And so, um, hell, the Grizzlies themselves are getting um, dialed up for it as they rest everybody in anticipation of the playoffs. So um, would it be, you know, oh, the other thing, one thing people talk about with the, the one reason they, they, they don't want the Lakers. I've heard lots of reasons people don't want the Lakers. One is a team with AD and LeBron is scary. Like some people believe, sure. uh, I, 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 some people think it would be embarrassing to lose to the Lakers for, 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 for Drew and me and whatever. It's like, ugh, the travel to LA would be a pain in the ass. I don't, I don't need to do that, et cetera. One reason I hear all the time is I don't want to deal with all the Laker fans in the arena. I hear that all the time. And I would ask you, is it going? I don't believe it's going to be the problem that is in the regular season. In the regular Agreed. season, there's 41 games. The Lakers fans from everywhere around here, from Arkansas and Missouri and Texas and Louisiana, they all say, oh, let's go see LeBron. I need to see LeBron. And so they plan on that one day because these season ticket holders – uh, say, oh, there's these idiot Lakers fans who are willing to give me $1,000 for my seat. I think I'll go ahead and pay for the rest of my season tickets off the backs of these these uh, Laker fans. And so, and, and there's tickets available because it's a regular season game. Here in the playoffs, yes, there might be more Lakers fans than there would be Timberwolves fans. If you got the Timberwolves, sure. they'd figure out their way in and whatever else. But fundamentally, the tickets are going to be offered to Memphis season ticket holders first, and then there's going to be a absolute, you know, people are going to be scraping to get the rest. There's not going to be, it is not going to be half Lakers fans like it would be in a regular season game. It's just not. No, think about think about the Warriors series last year. Think about Warriors home games and how many more Warriors fans there were for the, for the, for the regular season games right. than the playoff games. I also believe, Jeff, that the tickets, like when you buy... Again, there's going to be some that'll they do it by zip code. Yeah, it's it's geolocked. Yeah, yeah. So people can't just pop on in here. So that is not something that I'm particularly worried about. Anyway, beyond that, the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, listen, when I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the game last night. When Russ goes five of five from three, um, it ain't when, your night. <laughs> it's not your night. Uh, and when uh, uh, when the Clippers overall go twenty two of thirty seven from three. It is not your night. Nice to see Dylan look both good and efficient, I guess. You don't want to encourage him, but still, uh, nice to see Dylan look good and efficient. Ja, um, he had 36 points, but he had 11 of 28 shooting. He took off the mask. Yeah. And, uh, so he, and he says he's done with the mask. Talk to Chris about that. Chris also asked him about whether he is thinking about all NBA, or someone asked him. Chris wrote about it. I, I, I'll ask Chris whether he asked the question, whether someone else asked the question. But um, I know he, Mark was planning he, on asking. He was asked yeah. about the no NBA stuff, uh, about whether he was going to be, you know, whether he's worried about being an all NBA on NBT. <laughs> and he cut off the question and said, that's not on my mind, bro. When they throw in a bro at the end, it's never, it's never like, I loved that question. No, if it's you dismissive. Put a, if you put a bro at the end of the answer, it's totally dismissive. And by the way, does not it also may betray that it is on his mind. Yeah. When you cut when you are so anxious to answer the question, that's not on my mind, bro. It's clearly on your mind because what's happened is you are anticipating being asked about the question. You know what's coming. Why? Because it's on your mind. Right. 
not that it shouldn't be on his mind. If I had $40 million at stake, it might slightly be on my mind as well. And so, uh, so uh, that's not on my mind, bro, uh, but, but may well have been on his mind. Uh, Grizzlies and Clippers, they will go at it again tomorrow night, maybe with a slightly, uh, maybe with a slightly fuller rosters, a slightly fuller lineup. Anything else strike you from last night's game since you were there in person? Um, I mean, you just saw, like, in the end, the problem was they couldn't get a stop. I mean, you had guys. I mean, at one point, it was Dylan playing with like four guys that played for the right. Hustle. Right. I mean, you know that. I get it. They didn't have Kawhi either, but at the same time, no, it's no, like no. You're, you're playing. You're, you're playing, playing with, with a bunch of rookies. A that, bunch of rookies and a bunch of guys from the Hustle. No, um, I mean that. That was kind of the other thing. It did, like right at the end of the second half, it started to get some old school. Oh, there was Clipper, a little there Clippers, was a little Clippers, like chippy. Yeah, there was yeah, a little bit of that. It was yeah, wrestling Charmin, night, obviously. Charmin soft Westbrook trying to get people kicked out. Um, he, did, he did get someone kicked out. He yeah, evidently he came, came back. He came back. He came back. Uh, that's kind of been the the standards. Like they they say, they hey, take go, him away to yeah. mollify you. Uh, go, they go tell the guy, yo, yeah. hey guys, the guy's a soft p. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't say that word again. Yeah, um, and then they let him back in. Yeah, so it, it had. It had some fun vibes. It, it turned into a fairly fun game until it wasn't. Right. It turned into a fun game until it wasn't. Uh, again, we got a full show today. We have uh, Dan Devine coming up next, Chris Harrington after that, and then Writer Than Write Trivia. So I won't have a chance to talk about some of the other stuff that has happened. I wanted to uh, uh, pick off some of it uh, first. Uh, one, uh, Kendrick Davis was on with Jason and John yesterday. It was actually John arranged it. But Jason did the interview because John was sick. I haven't checked in on John today. I should ask him how he's feeling. Um, I thought Jason did a, just a terrific job, just a terrific job with the interview. And Kendrick is just tremendous. The, the dude is just tremendous. Um, and so if you missed that interview, I would urge you to go find it and listen to it because it'll make your heart swell. Um, he said that, he hasn't been able, you know, he, d- he didn't know who was in the final four. He won with that strategy. The, the, I, the, the, the tournament's dead to me. Uh, he has not certainly watched the game again against Florida Atlantic. I don't think he, I, I suspect he knows Florida Atlantic's in the final four. Um, but he says he doesn't know who's in the final four. He obviously has been dealing with the pain. But, uh, you know, he, the stuff that he said about what can you do now, you, you just go on like life is filled with, ups and downs and all you can do it's just true it's cliche but it's true all you can do particularly all he can do he's trying to make a living in the nba now is just take all this in it was something he experienced the great stuff one week in houston yeah. as they win the tournament the, and and you you use it all as growth opportunity and and you go on like it's it's 100% true but to hear him talk about how much it meant to him to play for memphis and uh, his his relationship with Penny and all of that it is just you know it 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 it, it, it just will make you feel good as a Memphis Tiger fan to hear him say all those things and obviously he takes real pride in winning a uh, conference tournament championship here um, part of what made him a great the most important thing that made him a great Tiger was the way he played yeah that was the most important thing. But the way he embraced the city and the and the ethic of the city and the fact that even yesterday he was just rattling off the names of former Memphis guards. He's a, he was here for a year and he's yeah. talking about Will Barton. Yeah. You know, like, um, and 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 Tyreek and 
it was it's just a, he's just an impressive dude and i hope that uh that he does find a way uh to stick somehow in the nba that was kind of cool um there's more action it feels like penny's clearing out everybody uh and and i guess that's a good sign if 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 everyone's leaving it suggests he's pretty confident he got some people coming in right yeah that he has a, yes yeah I think so i i you know it, 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 so so uh, we, we will obviously keep an eye on that. In terms of the hiring front, uh, Penn State officially did hire uh, Michael Rhodes from VCU. Um, UAB tonight, UAB North Texas tonight, your friend Andy Kennedy mm-hmm. for the NIT title. Uh, it looks like Dusty May is going to end up staying at Florida Atlantic unless you can have a place where he might land. Do you have a place where he might land? I... I mean, so supposedly Texas Tech's hiring the North Texas guy. Right. They're waiting so, on the yeah. North Texas I mean, it seems, guy. It tonight. seems likely at this point he's staying. Um, and then uh, one other story I wanted to touch on. Did you see that in uh, that the Boston media, the Boston media has Bill Belichick on the hot seat? Mm. Um, and, what have you done for me lately? Um, well, basically, the Two different outlets sort of have said, uh, uh, you know, impatient owner, uh, indifferent results, I- including the Globe, which is like the, you know, the Globe is 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 the establishment newspaper. There, it, newspapers can't put people on the hot seat; only only owners can, right? Right. But you can look at the situation, and you can size it up, and you can say. This is kind of a big year for him. And, and, and he's also taking some heat, which I thought was unfair. Uh, at, the, at, the, at the recent NFL meetings, he was asked, what's a reason for the Patriots fans to be optimistic? And he said... Oh, 25 years. That's what he said. In fact, we have, turns out we have, video, we have audio of mm-hmm. it. What, what did he say? Well, the last 25 years. <laughs> right. He said the last 25 years. And that was deemed to be... He's living in the past. He never used to talk about the past. Now he's talking about the past. Uh, it's just, it's like holding up those four rings. Mm-hmm. And counting them. And, and saying, it doesn't matter what I do now. I mean, I guess you can read it as him saying, it doesn't matter what I do now because I gave that to you, so shut up, right? Right. I don't think that's what he meant. The other, a perfectly reasonable way to read it is, we are a winning organization. We, 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 figure out ways to win. Look at the way we have done it for the last 25 years. Just like Brian Windhorse was talking about Golden State there. Right. They're not worried about going on the road for because look what they have done. Not not meaning it, it doesn't matter what they do this year. He doesn't care about what they do this year. Meaning we kind of have a history of figuring this out. Maybe you should trust us to figure this out. I think that's clearly how he meant it. And so to pummel him for that, I think was unfair. Having said that, do you think he is or should be on or at least a warm seat? No. I mean, there's always the question, you know, now it's like, okay, well, how much of it was Belichick's greatness versus Brady? It's like, I don't know if we'll ever get the clear answer to that. I do think he's starting to address some of the issues. Like, it was nice to see when you bring in Patricia to be your offensive coordinator and everyone's going, what the hell is he doing? And then some people are like, well, it's Belichick, so if, it, if anyone's going to make it work, it'll be him. 
Well, that was stupid. Now he's got Bill <laughs> O'Brien back, and it's like it is nice when something like when your brain tells you that is a very dumb thing to do, and then it turns out to be a dumb thing to do. Like it is it's kind, kind of, of refreshing re- when it's kind even of the smart guy does the yes, dumb thing. Exactly. You knew it was a dumb thing. Everyone Correct. knew it was a dumb thing, and sure enough, it proved to be a dumb thing. Correct. So now you bring back Bill O'Brien, and Bill O'Brien is a competent offensive mind, and so that starts to get it, you know, more back on track. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still think the biggest problem is like, I don't. Do you? Do you? Are you confident Mac Jones is a guy? No, but but I, I either firing or keeping Bill Belichick doesn't fix that. Correct. That doesn't fix that. The the I, I guess this is what the fair thing is is that at some point when a guy is seventy years old and you're not having the sex success you used to have, yeah. you do wonder. Forget the hot seat stuff, but you do wonder when it is time to turn the page, fresh start, right? All of that. And could he be encouraged to step aside and he might look and say, you know what, I'm tired anyway, and all of that. So I I don't believe you're going to hear one day that Bill Belichick has been fired. I just don't believe that. But could you have, if if it is another dismal year or, or unsuccessful year by Patriot standards, could you have a changing of the guard? Sure, I can absolutely foresee that, can't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you feel like the, there's no direction and that he's just essentially coaching games trying to, to get the all-time wins record, but I also feel like Belichick feels like the guy, like if he really thinks he can't do it anymore, like I feel like he's just be like, I'm done with this. All right. Uh, Dan Devine coming up next, and then Chris Harrington, then writer, then write trivia. will be giving away two tickets to see Journey this weekend at FedEx Forum. In the meantime, I will tell you, if you've got joint pain, and they're telling you surgery is your best option. Stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. You owe it to yourself because QC Kinetics, they've got the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief. They harness your body's own healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, back, all of that. No downtime, no drugs, no surgery. It is QC Kinetics. If you call them today, you can meet with a uh, get a consultation with a local free consultation with a local medical professional to see if they can help you. Doesn't it make sense to at least check it out? QC Kinetics 901-445-1010 901-445-1010. When we come back, Dan Devine joins us. It is Jeff Crockett Show 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If thrilling slot machine action is your game, the all-new Southland Casino Hotel is just the place. With a two-and-a-half football field-long casino floor, Southland offers the most Buffalo and Dragon Link slot machines in the Mid-South. Our new Buffalo range section is home to hundreds of the most popular Buffalo slot titles. Plus, we feature Dragon Link, Dragon Cash, and other fiery favorites. With 2,400 machines to choose from, slot some time in your day for Southland. Plan your trip at southlandcasino.com. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save now on Smithfield Bone-In Half Ham. On sale for $1.29 a pound with your card and additional $25 purchase. Limit two. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Zaxby's Asian Sensation Salad comes with our hand-breaded chicken, crispy wonton strips, Asian slaw, and egg roll. And it's dressed with not one, but two flavorful dressings. Our sweet and savory honey sesame teriyaki glaze and a tangy citrus vinaigrette. But there's so much more than dressings. There's sauces. Salad sauces! The Asian Sensation Salad. Order one ahead through the Zaxby's app. Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency. What would you say about a potential buyer who's on the fence about renting or buying? In Q4, investors don't buy as much. They're holding their inventory. Why? Because people don't rent as often in the winter. So the people that had saved their money, that had gotten beat out by offers, now is that time. Jen, how can someone find out more? For those folks to just have a conversation with a realtor that they trust, a lender that they trust, to figure out if the plan is still viable for them to buy a house. And there's ways that we can work with people who are in leases. There's buyout clauses. I mean, there's all kinds of different options for folks. If you think that you're stuck in a lease until spring or summer, that might not be the case. Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carsonson in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200, or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. That's 901-625-5200 or sold at livelovememphis.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's March, and you know what that means? Taxes are almost due. Jackson Hewitt can help you win tax season. That's the sound of your maximum tax refund. The sound of getting 50% off tax prep. The sound of many of our competitors' prices going up. And the sound of getting to your nearest Jackson Hewitt. Hurry in for 50% off tax prep before this offer expires April 9th. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. 
Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. The showboats are back in Memphis. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Let's go. Ticket prices start at just $10 for their long-awaited homecoming season. All the way to the house. April 15th starts a new era of pro football at the Liberty Bowl when the showboats seek to reclaim their USFL legacy. Bring the whole family and don't miss the showboats' historic return. It's a touchdown. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Calkins Show, joined now by Dan Devine. Dan Devine, of course, uh, writes about the NBA for Yahoo. You can read his stuff over there. I've tweeted out the piece that he wrote about Sacramento Kings being back in the playoffs after 16 years. Uh, on Twitter, at Your Man Devine. And, of course, catch the new podcast, No Caprum. Catch the new podcast, No Caprum. Dan joins me now, I gathered, Dan, that this story of the Sacramento Kings back in the playoffs after 16 years in the wilderness gladdens your heart. Is this true? It does. I think there's a, and there's a couple of reasons for it. I think one is just you lose track a little bit of the time period as long as 16 years. Um, and uh, I got seeing the, so the last game the Kings played in the playoffs was uh, May 5th. 2006, I believe, either May 5th or May 4th. And so I looked back at what I was doing at that point. I mean, there's going to be a million things like this. The iPhone wasn't invented yet. This was the number one song in America, that kind of stuff. I had just published the first thing I'd ever published professionally anywhere at the community newspaper that was my first job. I was 23 years old. I didn't even know that basketball blogs were a thing. I don't even know if they really they were, were a thing, not have been a thing. Yeah. at that point. And so the idea that, uh, this, that you know, lifetimes literally have passed between those two points kind of, uh, may, may, you know, it, it leads you to think. And, and it also just, you think about the number of people who have just sort of wondered if this would happen. And, and 
obviously there's there are many fan bases that have you know where it's been they've never seen a championship or there's there's been a, a long extended period of time between championships or things like that but just the idea of even being able to be there um and the the uh, exaltation that that must feel like i mean i don't know that kind of strikes me as the reason we all got into doing stuff like this or the, the the reason that we started paying attention to and enjoying this the kind of emotional connection you can feel and the release you can feel to stuff like that even if you didn't have words for it so the idea that there's a whole lot of people in uh, northern california and uh up, you know el- elsewhere spread out from there that are getting something they haven't gotten in a very long time today kind of uh, stri- strikes me. It, it hits the right note for me. What was your first piece in the community newspaper about? <laughs> so I, it was, uh, I worked at a paper called The Bay State Banner in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. It is uh, Boston's longest-running African-American weekly. I got hired there to answer the phones. Uh, I am not African-American. Um, but in answering the phones and doing subscription stuff, I found out that a newspaper, an analogous newspaper, a sister paper in New Orleans. I was like, well, we can't get through to them. Like, we're not, we keep getting, our mail keeps bouncing back. And I found out it's because they got washed out from Katrina. And then I finally reached someone with the paper. And they they had been continuing to publish the paper from Houston for, we, you know, for months and months. And so it was a story about how that newspaper, the oldest African-American newspaper in Louisiana, had continued to publish uh, and I was like, it all came out of it. Your news is what your editor says it is. Sometimes right. news is who, is who picks up the phone when you call to ask about a subscription invoice. And it turned, in, <laughs> it turned into a, it. Do you it still have both, it? Do you have a printed uh, out copy of it? Do you have cut it out with scissors like one used to in the day? I do. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's up in the closet. Uh, I, saved, I, saved, I didn't save all of the things from that, but I saved that. And so that was kind of neat to go back and revisit that. My first piece that was uh, published outside of a college newspaper was for a professional got my first paycheck ernie de gregorio i'm from buffalo and ernie de gregorio was making uh a comeback with the celtics supposedly mm-hmm. and providence so, legend by the way exact, providence, providence legend. legend and a, a buffalo former buffalo brave and so i contacted the now defunct courier express which was the morning paper at the time and mm-hmm. said hey if i go over to uh celtics camp and write about ernie d would you take it and they said, yes, we would. And that was my, that was my first, uh, that was my first one. As you know, all the greats were there. Bob Ryan, like every, it's just, it was when you're, when you're just starting out, everything, you're wide eyed about everything. So anyway, well, that's fun. So um, what, what, yeah. One, one quick yeah. line before you move off of it, the, the lesson in all of this, and obviously the industry is dramatically different and it changes every five minutes, but chances are, if you call an editor and say, I got something I would give to you. Um, I'm going to go do it, and you don't got to do anything until I give it to you. Would you take it? <laughs> right. They'll say and yeah, awful right. lot of time, you, you'd be surprised how often the answer to that is yes. Um, so, um, and, 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 and back to the Kings, they nearly left Sacramento in the midst of this, too. That's the yeah. other thing. I mean, there's been I, – I enjoyed some of the – in your piece, <laughs> I forgot Tyreek was rookie of the year there. Yeah. Uh, and there's the Marcus Cousins stuff. And, of course, it really all, I don't know if it started, but Rick Edelman's the parting ways with him. When you look back at the history, what strikes you? Well, I think it's just that there's, you, can, you, make so many, you can make so many wrong turns in search of, you know, whatever the, the, the quick fix is or the right answer is or whatever. And sometimes it's just flat-out luck, right? Um, there were a lot of people who, because of who Tyreek Evans was at Memphis and the prospect that he was, 
and you know, all throughout that rookie year, like there was no reason to necessarily feel like you missed the boat on something. He went one pick ahead of Steph Curry, right? Like, and, and they were all then oh. they were a, they were a handful of players. But you know, it's not that was not uh, unique to them, but it's, it's the way it goes. And you know, there there are you know more obviously later years, like more recently, it's, it's Marvin Bagley over Luca and Jaron, and, and you know, et cetera, and Trey Young. But there are a few things like that where it's like sometimes you just. Either the the evaluation wasn't where it needed to be, or you just got the you know the short end of the stick at, at the same time. A lot of people did, but there's also the aspect of when you find the right people, giving them some rope and some leeway, which has, is really. I mean, I think it's eleven head coaches since Rick Adelman, including. I mean. Michael Malone was there. Michael Malone was 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 right. winning with that team. That Demarcus Cousins was finally moving. Things were moving in the right direction there. Cousins got sick. I think it was viral meningitis. He and they started losing, and they fired Malone in the middle of that losing streak. And it was like, well, wait a second, um, you know. And Dave Yeager is a coach that obviously uh, has had his run-ins with management in different uh, iterations. Uh, it's no, no news in Memphis, but he was there, had them moving in a direction, and then they, but they didn't sort of stick with it. The idea that now you've got Mike Brown there as to, to sort of resuscitate, and not even to resuscitate a culture, but like kind of craft something new, and they gave that the right, you know, they're giving that some time. They're give, they, they, they trusted in their evaluation of De'Aaron Fox enough to say, we think we can move Halliburton and we can rebalance the roster. They trusted in their evaluation of Keegan Murray over Jaden Ivey coming out in the draft. You know, they trusted in their evaluation that Kevin Herter would be worth a first-round pick. And sort of all of these things in the individually, you're like, I don't know if that really makes a whole a whole new picture, but it's a lot like sort of a triumph of let's see what we can do as opposed to worrying about what we can't, or let's like like focus on what the 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 accumulation of this talent that plays together this way might look like, rather than necessarily where its shortcomings would be. The, the, I thought I was like a cockeyed optimist in the offseason by saying, I don't know, that's maybe like a top seven offense if everything goes well. And, you know, if, they are, if they're a top seven offense and like a 25th ranked defense, maybe that's like a 500 team. And as it turns out, they're the best offense and still the 25th ranked defense. <laughs> but, but, they, but they kind of figured out, like, if we do this thing that we do excellently – that can be really powerful, and it can overcome some of those those shortcomings. Whether that will continue to be the case, we'll see. But I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of of organizations that sort of say we think we can do this better than everybody else, and then doubling down on it. And you know, it doesn't always work, but sometimes styles make fights, and sometimes you win a lot of them. So, having said all that, it feels like teams are teams in the in the cluster of the you know four, five, six, seven, eight particularly five, six, seven uh, grouping, want to finish sixth and play the Kings. Like, sure. it, it feels, you know, the, the, the Clippers last night are in fifth, and they sat, uh, you know, Paul George is obviously out, but then they sat Kawhi for no particular reason, uh, maybe because they'd be just as happy to drop from fifth, where they would get Phoenix in the first round, to sixth, where they would get Sacramento in the first round. Do you think it's appropriate? Do you think, it's, do you think teams should be targeting Sacramento with glee, uh, the idea that that would be the team, that, or, or at least that we would, it's easy to say you'd prefer it over KD. Should sure. teams want to play K- Sacramento in the playoffs? I mean, in the absence of uh, like a particularly soft mark, yeah, you understand why. Uh, you know, it's, 
you, there's not – if you deal with Denver, you've got to deal with Jokic. If you deal with, with Phoenix, you've got to deal with KD and Booker. If you deal with, you know, uh, you know, with, with Memphis, you've got to deal with John Jaron. Like, yeah, I understand the thought process. Um, as, and also, like, all of those – you know, like, people are, are, are unsure about the Nuggets, but the Nuggets have made a conference finals. You know, right. those players have won playoff series before. And nobody, with the exception of Harrison Barnes, uh, and I guess Matthew Dellavedova technically, although he does not factor into the plans in Sacramento very much. Uh, Sabonis has made the playoffs, but I don't believe has won a series. Uh, though those Indiana teams didn't. There's just not a whole lot of uh, pr- uh, proof of concept on a on the biggest stage for that team. So yeah, it makes a ton of sense. You say if you got a team with a shaky defense that hasn't done it in the playoffs, we'd rather have them than deal with Kevin Durant, right? Or deal with with uh, with you know insert superstar who with the resume there um and i understand the thought process i just that i think that offense is going to travel I, I i believe in De'Aaron fox and crunch time i'm a little bit i'm interested to see what will happen in uh if, if a team's able to put more size on him consistently we saw the other night uh minnesota put uh J, uh, J. mcdaniels on him and the, the length of that uh seemed to bother him a little bit and the physical when they were able to get physical with with sacramento that can take them out of their pace, which is a, a sort of a big deal for them. But it's not—it's not smoke and mirrors. It's not like they're—it's unreasonably uh, great three-point shooting. The guys that they have all can shoot it. It's Kevin Herter's for real. Uh, Harrison Barnes is for real. We'll see if Keegan Murray's a, a, still a, an accurate shooter in the playoffs. But they built something that works, and I think expecting that it won't in the playoffs just because they're young and inexperienced. I know uh, we've seen young and inexperienced teams win, win playoff series too. Uh, you know, Memphis has been there certainly, and whether it means you can win two or three series, that, that remains to be seen. But I, I wouldn't expect – I wouldn't say the Kings are just going to fold up in the first round because they're young. They, they, they've come too far for that. Talking to Dan Devine from Yahoo Sports on Twitter, at Your Man Devine. Make sure you listen to the new podcast. It's No Caprum is the name of the new podcast. Uh, two more questions, Dan. One is, if you were the Grizzlies, purely from a most likely to win scenario, nothing, n- nothing else, just would you rather play Golden State – the Lakers or Minnesota? Rank those for me. If you're the Grizzlies and you have your choice, mm. first round, Golden State, the Lakers, or Minnesota? I think I think I might take I think I take Minnesota first because I don't mm. You know what? No. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it sounds heretical, but I think I'd take the Lakers first because We've seen the Lakers um, as, as much as, as you know LeBron yeah. is the absolute opposite end of the spectrum in that has done it in the playoffs. Like we've also seen that you know the, an injured version of that team where the bench was kind of shaky fall apart in the first round against Phoenix a couple of years ago, and LeBron coming back this quickly before the playoffs, it, it, it could that, that it wouldn't shock me if something similar were to happen there. Um, I like my chances, I think, if I have my, my, my full complement of guys. Minnesota is just a tough matchup for them. We saw that last year. It's not exactly the same Minnesota team, but the way that they've been able to uh, reorient that, off, that, that, that sort of identity around Anthony Edwards with the defense they've got and then bring Towns back. Towns look pretty good since he came back. 
uh, that matchup is kind of t- it's kind of tricky, especially you know the the secret sauce of Memphis winning in that matchup last year was that you know hammering the offensive glass, and now you've got no Stephen Adams and no uh, Brandon Clark. So I think that that's a little bit worrisome for me. And then the Warriors uh, stay away at all costs. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see uh, full strength uh, Steph Curry and the, and the gang uh, if I don't have to. Just be I think that matchup is just. It's poisonous for just about everybody else in the West, which is, I think, why everybody else is hoping they don't make it out of the play-in. <laughs> all right, and then last question. Do you vote All-NBA? I, well, I think so. So I have the last couple of years. Uh, they sent out the email to ask, you know, the, the, the league office, so, you know, would you like to participate? I responded yes. I might have responded after the deadline. So I am okay. not positive if I am going to get one this year. I have in the past and then TBD this year. All right, I will not commit you to this, but... Ja has $40 million on it. Um, what is your current thinking as you think about the guard spots in, uh, in, the, in your all-West consideration? I will, I mean, your so, all-NBA consideration, yeah. I yeah. will be honest with you. I have, I, I have put off focusing <laughs> on all-year-end things as much as possible because – a, look, it's just a conversation that is destined to get you like a haymaker in the jaw That's with true. no positive uh, vibe associated with it, no matter who you're talking to and where you're talking to them. Um, and okay, well, let, me, I, let me ask you this: Do you think the following are? Do you think that uh, uh, Aluka, Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis Alexander, and Steph are all locks? My first blush reaction to that is that Shea and Donovan are because of what of you know both the production and team like just overall team quality. Um, maybe that's maybe Shea doesn't necessarily get that same team quality benefit of the doubt in comparison to the other two teams, but more available I think and more consistently excellent than than Steph all over the course of the full season. And then Luca, yeah, I don't know. I, I, my, my first blush thought is yes, yes, Shea, and yes, Donovan, and then Luca and Steph kind of TBD. It is going to, I, I will draw you back into this at some point, and I understand why you're elected, but it is a total disaster. Like, it is a mess. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to get clobbered. Like, what do you do with Jalen Brunson? It's such a great story, but I don't I think mean, the, on the, the merits he necessarily qualifies over job, but, like, it's... Whatever. What do you do with Drew Holiday? Like the, the, the yeah, Drew, Drew Holiday. Where it, it's it's, abs- it's it's what makes this time of year so hilarious too. Outside the context of you know wanting to uh, uh, you know go into a hole and, and never come out uh, with an actual vote that has your name attached to it that everyone can see <laughs> is is that the the thing with with Drew Holiday is like it's like yeah, but I mean like it's it's he's a, he's a, a, an incredible two way player and the defense is elite. Okay, everybody knows that, but it's also like yeah, it's like nineteen points a game, or whatever, and then. He goes out last night and scores 51. And you're like, ah, okay, well, okay, so he can totally do that when they need him to. Um, oh, oh, man. And then also it's like, yeah, so, so all of that to say. And then there's going to be people like what, you know, Jalen Brown. Is he a guard? Is he a forward? What is, you know, where do you put him? Um, and then, you know, all of those sorts of positional fraud things and the, the, the variant of categorization. There's a million ways to uh, – to, to violate your, your, your peace, your, inter- your internal sense of, of what is fair and reasonable. And this is one of those things where there's, there's going to be like 12, with guards especially. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.